0: My name is Dr.
1: Cook. I'll be handling your surgery today. Uh, sir, surgery? Ain't no surgery. I said I don't want no Yeah, problem. but you're going to be a big star. star? Look, I'm already
2: a star. A huge star,
1: kid. Y- y'all don't understand, man. Big, really big. Yeah, so yeah. Get his late. I don't want to. Yo, wanna... yo, put me down, come man. Me down, come man. Put me down. Yeah, come yeah, on. on. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. Calm down, Victoria. Dobbins, you going to be fine. Come on, set on, it. Tonight hey. God, man God Give me a little take
3: Fresh. Fresher. Freshest. Do you like fresh fish? It's just fine at Finney's Diner. Finney also has some fresher fish that's fresher and much finer. But his best fish is his freshest fish. And Finney says with pride, the finest fish at Finney's is my freshest fish, french fried. So, don't order the fresh or the fresher fish. At Finney's, if you're wise, you'll say, fetch me the finest French fried freshest fish that Finney fries. We have a dinosaur named Din. Din's thin. Din doesn't have much skin. And the bones fall out of his left front shin. Then we have to call in Pin or Blin who comes with his handy shin-pin bin, and with a thin Blin shin-bone pin, Blin pins Din's shin-bones right back in. Now let's talk about money. You should leave your grocks home when you travel by air. If you take them along, they charge double the fare, and your grox must be packed and locked up in a grox box, which costs much, much more than a little old fox box. So it's heaps a lot cheaper to fly with your foxes than waste all that money on boxes for groxes. And what do you think costs more, a simple thimble or a single shingle? A simple thimble could cost less than a single shingle would, I guess, So, I think that the single shingle should cost more than the simple thimble would. Eat. Of two ducks, one blue, one black. And when our blue duck goes quack quack, our black duck quickly quack quacks back. The quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer. And speaking of quacks, reminds me of cracks. Quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer speaking of quacks reminds me of cracks and stacks and sacks and shacks and snacks so oh say can you say I have cracks in my shack I have smoke in my stack and I think there's a snack in the sack on my back Fritz needs Fred, and Fred needs Fritz. Fritz feeds Fred, and Fred feeds Fritz. Fred feeds Fritz with ritzy Fred food. Fritz feeds Fred with ritzy Fritz food. And Fritz, when fed, has often said, I'm a Fred-fed Fritz, Fred's a Fritz-fed Fred. you rather be when you grow up a cop in a cop's cap or a cupcake cook in a cupcake cook's cap or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap cook in a cupcake cook's cap or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap or If you think you don't like cops' caps, flapjack flappers, or cupcake cooks' caps, maybe you're one of those choosy chaps who likes kooky captain's caps, perhaps. More about Blinn. And, oh say can you say... Far away in Berlin, a musical urchin named Gretchen von Schwinn has a blue-footed, true-footed, trick-fingered, slick-fingered, six-fingered, six-string, tin Schwinn mandolin.
2: This is Curtis Mayfield. Sit down and take a listen. This may be something that you're missing. I know your mind you wanted funky, but you don't have to be no junkie. Get yourself together. Remember, Freddy's dead. I'm Curtis and I'm so glad that I've got my own, you know, so glad that I can see I've got a natural high. The man can't put no thing on me and he can't put no thing on you either. Keep your nose clean. Don't be no junkie. Remember Freddy's dead.
4: Yes, she should. all about animals starting with germs and I want to mention a really great book called The Gospel of Germs and it's um, a story of when germs were discovered in the early 20th century and there was a a big campaign to convince people that they actually existed that there were these tiny invisible animals that could kill you and uh, in most parts of the world uh, France and Italy and China, the campaign was a a complete uh, failure, but um, it really caught on in the United States where people said, you know, tiny invisible things that could kill you? I don't see why not. I mean, it's a place that already believes in a lot of invisible things, but anyway, now that people are becoming more and more like machines, I think it's a good time to remember how much we actually have in common with animals. Take our eyes, for example. Our eyes are in the front of our heads because we are the predators, uh, like eagles and the lions. They're in front for aim, precision, and focus to find the target. And all the other animals have them way out on the sides. You know, the fish, the deer, the rabbits, and they're always scanning around like this, turning their heads, you know, on the lookout, more or less, for us. And, but it's amazing you know, how quickly evolution works sometimes. And there's a certain male spider that has recently evolved from being a victim to being a survivor in just under a year. And so, the way it happened was like this, the female spider um, constructs a very complex web made up of many threads that go out, and one is the kind of food thread, and one is the weather thread, and another is a kind of mating thread, and it's, uh, as you can tell when a male is approaching, it's a kind of like a, a doorbell, and so anyway, the male comes along this line, and uh, into the center of the web. And they mate, and she eats him, and that's the way it's been. But recently, these male spiders seem to have invented a new strategy. And that is that they bring along a package, which is a bug wrapped in this really kind of cruddy stuff. And um, uh, after they mate, he tosses her the package and she just gets distracted for an instant, just enough time for him to make his escape. And then even this strategy was improved on, and the males began to do something really incredible. They uh, arrived with the package like before, but now, There was nothing inside. It was completely empty. They figured out that they didn't have to bring anything at all. And it wasn't like a disappointment for the females. It was just like, you know, one of those odd moments when suddenly everything changes. And it's not what you expected. And you don't know.
0: got that beat man what's up with that beat you get
5: Say that there's no smoking you know so deal with that the way you want to so tell me are you ready to do the
6: rock lobster
0: are you ready okay warner brothers recording artist the b-52
7: this
0: next song is about a ball I'm gonna tell ya.
7: Oh what
0: I wanna see you tonight I want you to walk in the door I want you to lay on the floor Cause tonight the night we make love under a fly Your hair, I feel electricity in the air. I'm gonna kiss your eye, I'm gonna kiss your neck, I'm gonna kiss your stomach. Ooh.
1: a hovel in a little town in
5: Persia. He had a wife but not
7: I'm ready.
6: At Black Plastic Mutiny Thanks to the B for this Cold Train LP that's really warped but sounds really good. And uh, if you can help mutinyradio.fm out with some dough when you are coming through the website you if you click us some mean green to be on the scene and uh, also we have to thank our friends Our compatriots over at Alfred's House of Trousers where if you have ants or angst or any other infestation problem in your pants, they can either put that in or take that out. They're they're trouser people.
2: let
1: Get every record ever recorded. <laughs> yes, in this one-time-only mixed bag special, every record ever recorded. From the same people who brought you hits of 51, 52, Hungarian love songs, songs that begin with the letter P, every possible thing. Every record ever recorded. We mean literally that. Every record ever recorded since recording began. We drive a truck to your house and deliver every single record ever recorded. Classical! Ishhabaganuk, Contada 82 by Bach! Ishhabaganuk! Johnny Cash, I walked the line! Lithuanian language records! Sese, yes, sese, yes, sese!
3: Chances I wanna know! Yes, every record ever recorded! Plus, if you act now, an ice crusher! do you do. My name is Conrad Jarvis, and I've been dead for six years.
1: But this record offer is so spectacular, I had to come back to tell you about it. Much more than everybody ever ever have and my roll
0: life. Play. So everybody rock and roll a place. So everybody rock and
1: roll a place. interesting people making yeah. great stars of rock and roll. Rock and roll' is a funny business, you know, I've been doing a lot of rock and roll concerts. I show up on time. They never have to worry about me. Rock acts are not known by producers to be particularly reliable. There is a lot of night of the concert going about the producer. Where are the amplifiers? What do you mean they're in Kansas City? They're supposed to in the... Where are the roadies? The roadies hallucinating, thinks he's Abraham Lincoln. Are you not Abraham? Where are the large things with the dials on them? The kid just drove a truck from Portland, Oregon to Chicago in two hours. You can't deal with him. eh? I met some people that I've long admired from us, like uh, Chuck Berry. It was so much fun to meet him at the Helen Reddy show. We were introduced, we shook hands, and uh, I said, to meet you. He said, far out. <laughs> Isn't that perfect for Chuck Berry It's, uh, it's so perfect. Far out. Oh, uh, it would have floored me completely if he had said something like, hi, Bob, this Watergate thing has got me up in the <laughs> You think he's lying, the one one today? I don't know. Just a minute.
7: Down in Louisiana, down
1: in New Orleans. Fellas, that's a B-flat. No, he's really Chuck Berry. 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 I met Dr. John, Dr. John the Night Tripper. I was doing the Midnight Special, and I had been going around doing his song to myself for an entire weekend, and it must have been the right play. Humming his song everywhere. It must have been
8: it is wednesday it's high noon high noon you are listening to the altacast here on radio.fm i'm your host pam benjamin and i am joined today by jason of the purge
5: well hello there pam
8: how you been i've been doing great how have you been this week
5: i've just been peachy
8: awesome peachy fuzzy on the outside with a hard interior that's
5: some, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
8: Fuzzy on the outside.
5: Insert joke here.
8: Enter, yeah. <laughs> Insert punchline. Uh, so this is the Alta Cast here on MutinyRadio.fm, brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best medical marijuana tink in the biz. If you have not tried it, you must go to tryalta.com and uh, check it out. Uh, or go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name, Alta California Botanicals. Medical marijuana solves everything.
5: Except baldness.
8: Except bald. You know what, though? Al, the inventor, creator, genius behind Alta California, actually believes that it also cures baldness.
5: Oh, then sign me up. (laughs) I need a um, cell number immediately, stat.
8: Because he's bald and and, uh, he started using it on his head. But the other thing is that he was using the uh, THCA, the acids of the plant, on his head and he used to have like pre-cancerous, like lesion kind of, not lesions, that's the wrong word, but like... um, age spots and the whatnot, and they all went
5: away. Now that is really cool. Yeah. So there is possibly some really decent health benefits uh, aside from what you've already mentioned.
8: Yeah, taking cannabis is uh, gonna solve everything. So uh, that's what the show is usually about, but today we are training Jason. Uh, You're gonna listen to his show, The Purge, every Thursday morning from eight to 10, coming up soon here on the station. We have some music, we're gonna talk, we're gonna figure all this stuff out. So uh, I'm I'm excited to find out a little bit more about Jason and find out some of the the music that he is into. We are going to start that up right now. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Tool. Uh, Tool,
5: What do
8: you think about Maynard?
5: Maynard, he's uh, definitely an outspoken young man. Well, he's not so much young anymore, but (laughs) he's a guy who's very comfortable with who he is. And from what I understand, if you like him, great. If you don't like him, great. Uh, i can appreciate that kind of single-mindedness being uh, comfortable in your own skin and uh i would put him up there with the marilyn manson david bowie a performer
8: have you ever tried his wine
5: uh no i have not i had actually looked online and saw the different types of vintages he takes his wine seriously it
8: is expensive as fuck but one of my uh, favorite people snack master uh, down in san diego is a huge tool fan And he actually came up to San Francisco just to go to a wine tasting of Maynard's wine. And he spent, like, I mean, it's expensive wine.
5: Oh, maybe he could loan me some cash to go try some of that wine.
8: (laughs) Yeah, it's really great. It's grown in Arizona in this weird rocky place. And uh, there's a great documentary on it. So I had a lot more respect for Maynard after I watched the documentary on him making wine. It's called, like, Blood Into Wine or something like that. No shit. Yeah, it's really Uh, good. Look it up on YouTube. Learn
5: something new every (laughs) day. yeah. All
8: right, so we're going to start out today uh, with a song, Uh, vicarious by tool you want to give us a little background on why this is the song you chose
5: uh well it's kind of it means a lot to me Uh, same reason why I like the idea behind the purge Uh, it's fact that I think most of society likes to live vicariously through things they see on TV stuff they hear on the radio Uh, celebrities that are famous for no other reason than being famous
8: why is Kim Kardashian's ass still trending on Yahoo News Uh,
5: it's that big it's probably covered (laughs) at least half the internet in the known universe so for whatever reason People just uh, are drawn to demagogues and, and cults of personality. We're not necessarily talking about uh, despots and tyrants, but yeah. people that are just attention whores. And then,
8: but the thing that always wows me is that we give them our money. Like every time someone buys a People magazine, they're just throwing money at this, you know, infrastructure of to go take pictures of these people when they don't want pictures taken. And But that's a thing they have to do because they're famous, but they want it. And then there's a PR agent. and
5: anyways I don't know. <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely because you know what cracks me up the most about these uh, celebrities that lose their minds in one way or another is that they they seek that fame they seek that fortune they seek to somehow make a make their little niche in entertainment but when they get too popular or they get to a point where they think that they're being hounded I need my privacy now well that's not necessarily what you may have signed up for
8: that's when you sign up for rehab
5: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's yeah you
8: get all the privacy you need <laughs> All right, so uh, live vicariously through uh, through, th- through this song right now on the Altacast. It'll you change know? your life. Mutinyradio.fm. Thank you. All right, everybody. That was Tool Vicarious.
5: Oh, yeah. Now I'm ready to start talking. That always gets me fired up.
8: (laughs) Uh, There was some brain sperm coming out of the uh, end of that video. Uh, Crazy stuff. We're being infiltrated. Right now, by the Brain Sperm. Don't listen to them.
5: Don't. (laughs) They're like Jehovah's Witnesses sometimes.
8: Don't listen to Kanye. Go make your own music. How about that? Well, listen to to what you want. But there's this one song right now that is so poppy, and I don't want to listen to it, and I don't want to hear it, and it's constantly in my head, and it is so bad.
5: How bad is it?
8: Uh, It it is so bad that I can't even tell you what song it is because then it'll be in my head again for the whole day. Pop music is the devil.
5: You know what the sad part about it is, though? This particular song, I have an uncontrollable urge to dance to it every time because it has firmly lodged itself in the back of my psyche.
8: Oh, because we're moving to pop music next. Yeah. Yeah, Maroon 5 can get in your head. I actually... um, I watched. babysit for small children uh, who love pop music, and they show me things on the iPad and and the stuff, and they showed me this one video that's a Maroon 5 song where the video is they're crashing all of these weddings and then singing the same song to all the brides, and the brides get so excited, and I swear to you, I started crying.
5: Really? What was so tearful about that? It's
8: just the excitement on people's face when they're like, Maroon 5 is at my wedding. And they start crying and like kissing their new husband and freaking out. And the whole group is like insane. And it's so weird. Speaking of weird, we have a phone call. Jason's going to pick up the phone. He's going to learn how to do this. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm every Wednesday from... No, no, no. You got to talk to her first. Talk to her first. Say, hey, Mutiny Radio. There, there's sweet Gale, uh, and then we say, "Sweet Gail, how you doing?" So first, Jason's gonna hang up the phone, and then we're gonna bring up Sweet Gail.
5: Sorry yeah, about I that, know. Sweet Gale. You.
9: You you really
8: well, we're we're actually—it's just our technology that's whispering. We hear you. Yeah, I know you that guy
9: it's your technology, but what's going on?
8: Well, um, it's because it's a landline. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. I don't understand any of it, Sweet Gail. The the Internet is a series of tubes, uh, and there's waves of sound flying through them. I don't even understand how phones work. Like, I I have no idea what I'm doing. I have a
9: phone, so don't ask me. Do you have a landline,
8: or are you on an iPhone, Sweet Gail?
9: Oh, no. iPhone? (laughs)
8: sweet gail you know that they're giving away iphones on the corner the obama phones you can you can get the only problem with that they asked me if i wanted one the other day and i said no you're savvy than that well i don't i'm afraid of the chip i don't want obama to know where i am like there's got to be a chip in those phones because they're giving them to poor people and i feel like there's like some small device so they can track us oh yeah i'm i we didn't you cut out there for a second don't tell me you're what
9: don't tell me you're paranoid oh my God
8: speak I'm so paranoid
9: no no what I think is when people want to give you something free it's gonna end up costing you more yeah
5: I thought every time somebody offered something for free I took three <laughs>
8: yeah
9: it's they're giving you but the cost down the line is gonna
8: cost you more right hey did you ever read the book by um stephen king called the cell where um, oh yeah every, isn't that a great book? that was
5: book? an awesome book
8: everyone who was on their cell phone like at this one moment in time some weird thing happened and they all became these crazy zombie face-eating people
5: it was like a pre-world war z yeah. world war z book
8: absolutely stephen oh yeah king. Um Sweet Gail, what do you do all day? What's your t- tell us a little bit about Sweet Gail's...
9: What do I do all day? Your average
8: Wednesday. Tell us your average Wednesday.
9: It's the same as Ollie. I play on the phone and watch a lot of TV.
8: What's your favorite TV?
9: I like Dr. Phil.
5: Oh yeah.
8: You like you know, Dr. Phil? I
9: found out something recently from Dr. Phil. This is very interesting. What is the number one thing people don't like and people fear? O- Obama. No rejection.
8: Rejection.
9: Oh. That's the one thing all over the world is the same. All people are have that, they don't like rejection. Oh. That's the basis of, I guess, everything. They don't like rejection.
8: But so much doesn't of It doesn't matter
9: everything. what society you're in.
8: No one likes to be, everyone wants to be accepted.
5: That's the root thing right that's there. That's
9: one thing they don't want. They don't want to be rejected. Sweet, Gail, you're accepted. Exactly, and the one exactly thing they right. do want, they want to be accepted.
8: Right. Well, I have an example of this. Um, There was a, there was a comedy fight. (laughs) There was a physical fight between comedians, and that's what it was, is that one comedian wanted to be accepted, and the other one rejected him in front of people, and then Uh. a fist fight broke out. And that actually happened to me once, too. I almost got in a fist fight with Dash Kiwiakowski. And what location
9: was that? uh,
8: It was at an undisclosed comedy house in Oakland.
9: Oh, yeah, I want to let you know my battery is weak, so when we get disconnected, I don't hang up on you as weak.
8: Oh, okay. Well, thank you so Uh, much for saying that.
9: Yeah, I mean, that's the deal. I heard it on Dr. Phil.
8: Yeah, uh, so that's great. You're learning stuff off the TV. What's your second favorite show besides Dr. Phil?
9: Oh, I like those law and order stuff, you know, and I like just... Dun, dun.
5: (laughs) I need to introduce you, sweet gal, to my buddy, Chris. Every time I... uh See him, he is watching a rerun of some sort, if not the new episodes of every Law & Order ever made.
9: Dun-dun. Exactly. What did he do with them? Did he record them all?
5: No, we got Netflix. He's one of my roommates, and uh, it's it's become his natural habitat, the TV room with Law & Order on.
9: Wow. The original Law and Order. The
5: original Law and Order. He also watches the spin-offs, SVU. He, you know, when he can squeeze in a few extra hours, he'll throw in Criminal Intent just for kicks and giggles.
9: Wow! So he must
5: watch Ion Television. Uh, Ion Television, TNT, and any other channel that it happens to be on at that moment. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what he loves to do. So uh, I hope to get to meet you in person one of these days, sweet Gail, and uh, maybe make. Uh, a new, a new Law and Order friend.
9: Uh, what about watch? Criminal Minds?
5: Uh, he does watch that from time to time. I actually like the earlier ones when Mandy Patinkin was in, uh, oh. was the uh, w- the lead investigator. But you know, since they switched the uh, lead investigator, uh, I don't watch it too much anymore. But,
8: but Speaking, what do you like about Law and Order and these criminal shows? Is it, what is it that you're trying to make the perfect crime, and so you're watching as many? <laughs> you
9: know, so you can have an original storylines <laughs> because. A lot of times on Law and Order and Criminal Minds whatever, it starts out with one thing. You know what they say, the red heron? You think is this is what's going on? Right. But it gets more involved, and that's not what's going on.
8: But it always starts with a dead hooker. Am I right? No. Oh, okay.
9: Usually there's a
5: live hooker.
8: A live hooker that then they kill, and then they find out. But no one cares you know, they have
9: one story where I guess some kid got kidnapped or something, and then it turns out... It gets to be a long and thing where there's some kind of a business going where they take children and sell them. So like 10 or 12 years later, they find this kid who was sold to this couple. And now they got to return them to the original, the real parent. And the kid wants to stay with the couple that brought him up so because those are his parents. But the law says you have to go back to your real parent.
8: But you, you have this need for external drama. Right? And so you're finding it through these particular uh, shows. I really
9: can't hear you, you. You
8: you're looking you're looking for drama and and so you're finding it kind of on T V and I'm we just listened to I'm this
9: looking storylines.
8: You like the story. but the storylines no, are uh,
9: here, this is where I get myself in trouble. <laughs> I can't see Star Wars.
8: Why not? What oh,
5: what? that's it. Yeah, we are no longer did? friends, that's we
9: history, go. This is Pete off. I mean, I'm. I can take it or leave it.
8: But it's great storylines, though. It's a. It's no, an incredible no, storyline. Star
9: Wars has. is a lot of that technical stuff. That,
8: oh, that, not that at
9: all. effects and blowing up and all that crap.
8: No, but there's great storylines. There's always yeah, a, like a, a love lot of interest.
9: that's what do these days. Good they versus don't rely evil. On story, story, story. They rely on. The adrenaline rush of the yeah, blowing
8: this up, blowing that up. Star Wars is a classic hero myth journey based almost on Joseph Campbell's theories. There's archetypical characters. There's Luke Scott. There's a young man. Oh, we just lost her. Uh-oh. We just lost her. Her phone went out. As I start talking about archetypical characters, her phone died. It's okay, guys. We did not hang up on her. She did not hang up on us. Um... But it's good – it's funny that right when I start getting deep with my smarty pants, she's like, I'm out.
5: I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not necessarily a soul on the fact that her phone just cut out, you know. <laughs>
8: she told us ahead of time. Anyways, yeah. that's sweet, Gail, you guys. She used to do comedy and
3: – Did she?
8: Yes. And um, she's, um, she has some infirmments in her um, – she's has some really bad arthritis and so she really can't leave her house anymore but she used to always come out to the brainwash and to dirty tricks and she'd sort of like waddle up to the stage and she'd never get on the stage because it was too high and too difficult and she'd talk on the ground uh and one time at dirty tricks she took off her shirt and she had this bright like i don't remember if it was orange or pink brawn. and she is a she is over 50 and she is uh, she is a unique and wonderful individual and uh, <laughs> there are some pictures of her online and a broad dirty tricks from like four years ago um we missed her on the scene because she was a lot of fun but I know what she means about accepted and rejected because um I think that a lot of times she was the butt of some jokes oh this might be her back. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Alrighty. This is Jason from The Purge training here on the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm, learning how to use the phone, figuring it all out. And uh, we're going to bring sweet Gail back right now. She she made it back, and we're going to push that phone right on up to bring it up to 11. We there we go.
5: It's like... Uh, what. I remember the name of that uh, old uh, parody rock and roll. It's
8: uh, Spinal Tap. Spinal turn Tap, it, yes. We have to turn t- her up t- to t- 11. It, but it, it goes to 11. <laughs> but I always refer Star Trek to Star Wars. Okay, yeah. back to the back. So you, you know, and this is a thing. Some people really do prefer. Now, I think that Star Trek actually has more technology in it. Um, and technology that's been realized. Um, the flip phones, the communicators that they were using in the 60s, those look and seem a lot like cell phones with the flip technology, you know so not to get too deep but there's this thing called um metaphysics oh i did it again she doesn't want to get deep so there's this thing called metaphysics uh and it is a concept that once it's created in your mind or and it's written down as a story or in a poem or in some sort of if it's on a tv show it, it already is created, we just don't have the science to create it yet. So when Gene Roddenberry created the idea of these communicators, where you would be far away and you would talk to someone far away on this weird thing, that is when the cell phone was actually invented.
5: It but was, it was at least it, as a concept. As a
8: concept, but once a concept exists, it's real.
5: I never thought of it that way. It's,
8: it's concrete, it's real, you can discuss it, it exists in the universe. Thought is real, thought exists, and that's like the crux of metaphysics, is that anytime you think of something new, or you create it in a story or an idea, like the zombies. Yeah. Yes, zombies are coming. You've <laughs> already written them. They're totally coming. Uh, there's going to be some weird like Ebola strain uh, with some other thing, some flesh-eating Ebola, with maybe some rabies, right? Oh, yeah, I got to throw and a little rabies So then. you'll have some foaming at the mouth, and you'll be eating people's skin, and it'll be just like zombies.
5: Hey, Gail's back, it looks do like. You want
8: it, do you want to do it again, or do you uh, want to go to a song?
5: Uh, try it. Third time's got to be the charm. Third
8: time's the charm. Here we go. Listen to the AltaCast here on Mutiny radio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out with Jason of The Purge. You guys are going to start listening to his show every Thursday from 8 to 10 a.m. Yeah, my battery is shot, so I'll
9: have to catch you another
8: time.
5: Oh, well, hey, at least you helped give me some practice on answering the the, but, hey, the landline. Was
8: fun. Thank you so much, sweet Gail, for calling in. Remember Star Wars, in eh?
5: Oh. Well, they
8: don't. They don't need your money, honey. They got. They got enough of <laughs> their own. They're not starving. So that was sweet, Gail, and uh, it's nice that she gave us uh, a little salutation there. Uh, yeah, getting deep with the metaphysics.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, better living through Star Wars, Star Trek debates.
8: Absolutely. I. I really. Um, I don't ever want to fly around in space, though. I think that. That is. I won't even scuba dive. Really? No way. I don't I cannot drink or breathe a tank of water in some like unnatural I don't even like flying in planes.
5: Oh, so you and John Madden have a lot in common. Absolutely. Right there. Gotta get on the bus. Indeed. Get on the bus. Best get on the bus. Guess. Get uh, on the bus. So that bus had to really have blown your mind then when they had that uh I guess application process where people wanting to uh Go on a one-way trip to Mars?
8: Oh, not not me.
5: <laughs> Over like ninety thousand people signed up for that, knowing nope. that they're not going to come back.
8: Nope, not me. Uh, I like breathing air, and it, it helps. I it, yeah, it's a thing that my body does, and it's good at it. And I can't imagine being like in an airplane or a recycled can of air in space, and I just I my brain doesn't even want to wrap its head around that concept.
5: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't necessarily fall under the you only live once category, huh?
8: Yeah, I, you know what, though? I'll never jump out of a plane. Okay, the only time I think I'd ever even go in a helicopter is if I was on Survivor and I won one of the rewards, and they're like, uh. you're getting picked up in a helicopter and going to another island. It's going to be amazing. I'd still be afraid, but I'd be like, oh, awesome. Okay, I can do this. But I would never jump out of a plane, bungee jump, um, like, scale a, a, a rock climb something really steep without like super safe ropes that are already have been dug into that thing like even half dome would freak me out and that thing's been there for a long time like with the go up this weird ladder thing and don't fall off um,
5: I'm sensing a, a slight fear of heights
8: yeah I don't like being high up uh, because you can fall down
5: yeah that is a unfortunate byproduct if you slip or something goes really bad
8: yeah I mean I yeah I don't I don't mind like three stories, that doesn't bother me. I can go up in a cherry picker, I can change lights in a theater, I can I can be on a catwalk. All that kind of stuff is fine for me. But once once I'm gonna br- do more than break a leg, I'm out. Uh, hey, t- terrible segues here. We, our next song is by Maroon 5.
5: Oh, it's an awesome segue. We're just being creative, that's all.
8: <sighs> oh, Maroon 5. I gotta tell you, I used to babysit for this kid. And she loved the voice, right? And Adam, uh, Adam Levine, just she was just Gaga for this guy, and he's actually my—he's actually I think a year younger than me. He's like forty now.
5: I understand he's my age. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple of different choices in life that different could be me choices you
8: could have a stupid tiger tattoo on your arm too that it is stupid I'll get, yeah oh my god what a douche like a d- <laughs> uh, but, but hey we're gonna we're gonna listen to a song of this uh here at jason's request again listen to the purge you never know what you're gonna get from tool to maroon five here uh, on yeah. Mutiny radio you know who else has the moves like Jagger? Not Donald Trump.
5: Not Donald Trump.
8: Not Donald Trump. No moves. Negative moves, bad moves.
5: Yeah, that, um, I actually kind of do want to see him uh, get on uh, Dancing with the Stars.
8: Oh my God.
5: Or so you think you can dance? Because I really think that is his, his hairpiece, and it, I'm convinced that the hairpiece has rhythm than he does.
8: Yeah, definitely. Donald Trump. What
5: a douche. Target. What a <coughs>
8: douche. Front runner, GOP front runner, biggest douche in America.
5: Yeah, he's going to make George W look like a freaking just road scholar.
8: I it's let's run America like a business. Uh hey, let's kill a bunch of Muslims. That sounds like fun. Yeah,
5: and their families. Why
8: yeah, not? that was the thing that upset me the most was last Thursday when he came out saying that these ISIS people don't care about their own lives, so we have to go after their families. Excuse me? Basically, he said, let's go into Syria. Let's go into Afghanistan. Let's go, let's let's just go kill them. Yeah. Let's go kill their families.
5: Yeah, that's he, what? sound foreign what? policy right there. Very sound foreign policy. It,
8: it's, it sounds like when I was little, I thought that my dad, uh, the big Republican, was joking. I thought he was joking when he would say, bomb em. Just get into Iraq and bomb them. Just bomb them. He was like, shock and awe, let's get them. Boom. Just before shock and awe, even when it was the first uh, Iraqi war, the Gulf uh, skirmish or whatever that was, um, the Gulf War. He was like, bomb them. Can't we just blow them off the face of the earth? And I'm like, you're a hardcore Christian. And you, and well, they're Muslims. Get them out. And this strange, like, baby boomer mentality of, I don't know, us and them and Christians and can we get back to some isolationism and just think about us as a country and not worry about what they're doing oh, over yeah, there?
5: This country's eight degrees of fucked up already, man. Why worry about screwing the rest of the world up, man? You know, we handle our own business.
8: We and yeah, until we handle our own business, why are we even worried about what's going on? Like the the military industrial complex, like spending machine, with the money that we spend blowing things up, think about how many things we can build.
5: Oh, and we tend to have to because we've blown up so much shit. (laughs) Well, and that's the
8: thing, is that's the racket. We go in and spend money to blow it up, and then we go in with money to rebuild it. We're double dipping. We're dipping on both ends because we're industrial assholes. Like... I actually thought this morning when I woke up, and I kind of was, I don't really like Christmas because it's so commercial and all that stuff, but there's a a couple stupid things I like about Christmas. Uh, One is eggnog. Two is wearing uh, red and green and sometimes some elf hats. That's about it. I I like the (laughs) smallest
7: bit of Christmas.
8: So I'm putting on my elf hat today, and I see the Old Navy logo, and I'm like, ah! So I try to cover it up with a a jaunty pin, you know? And then I realized that the entire Santa and elf Christmas story is about slavery.
5: Really? I never thought of it that way. The elves are
8: slaves. The elves are tiny little people far, far away that make toys for little American boys and girls. Those kids are in Malaysia, Indonesia, um, India, China, Vietnam, making our toys, making our lead toys. We don't have lead toys anymore. We give them lead toys. They're making our weird little stupid Santa hats so that we can go to Old Navy and buy them for $1.99, us American assholes. It's we've got tiny little elves with tiny little fingers making twelve cents an hour somewhere far far away.
5: And why are we buying this stuff? Because we want to show somebody we love them through giving them. We're basically we're bribing people, right. you know, with, with presents. Here, I love yeah. you. Here's a a fricking Barbie doll.
8: Cute and gift your your uh, your guilt away by giving good presents at Christmas.
5: I'm mailing my family ribeye steaks.
8: Well, that's sweet
5: and practical. That's they nice. might get hungry.
8: Uh, I am uh, babysitting. A chi- I'm using actual child labor for my presence this year. I'm, <laughs> hey,
5: <I'm>, own it. <laughs> I'm
8: babysitting on Saturday uh, all day for this adorable eight-year-old, and I'm going to bring. Uh, she also uh, has special needs, so I didn't want to make cookies because that's more me working than her. So we're going to make coal. So we're going to take kettle corn, and then we're going to melt chocolate, and we're going to put craisins and. Um, cashews and like other delicious things. We're gonna melt it all together and she's gonna mix it in a big bowl and then I'm gonna have her take little brown paper bags and put XXX coal on all of them. And I'm gonna take that chocolate covered popcorn yumminess put it in the bag and give it to comedians.
5: Oh, now that is working smarter, not harder right there.
8: And here's the beauty, I'm using all the food, it's gonna be off my food stamps.
5: Oh, man. So
8: it's a food gift that I'm, and I'm getting paid while I'm making it because I'm babysitting for five (laughs) hours. So I'm using, thank you government, I'm using my government stipend to make, to get the food. I'm using uh, child labor to create it. Uh, the only thing I have to buy is the paper bags.
5: Is it too late to nominate a rioting candidate for president?
8: <laughs> is, that, is that me? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I, I just, I don't believe in, I believe in using the resources that we have and it makes me sad that Donald Trump, the biggest industrialist cap, I mean, look at his buildings, just made of glass and huge and and industry and money.
5: And gone bankrupt uh, several times.
8: Well, it's so, that that's the American way. I mean, you just, and I've been told this, I came came from an upper middle class upbringing. In fact, it was kind of like, we weren't like rich, 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 but my parents' house was worth like over a million dollars. So we were rich people.
5: That's rich in my eyes. It's rich,
8: in my eyes too, now it's rich. At that time I thought I was poor, but now I'm like, oh my God. Um, and ri- I mean, okay. Where was I going with the rich people? <laughs> I lost. I lost my train.
5: Uh oh, derailment.
8: Derailment. Uh, but I was. I was raised really wealthy, and oh, I remember bankruptcy. And I've had people in that I've gone to college with, and then after, and they're like, "You just take out a ton of loans, and then you just default on them, and after seven years, they can't do anything." Hmm. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> 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 what? What? Well, your credit's destroyed, but you just. And even uh, when I moved to San Francisco, my my mother chastised me, and she was like, why can't you just be a normal American and take out a bunch of loans and buy a house and a car and wear a silk suit and walk down? In the... uh, What's that area? In the financial district and find a nice over 30 non-married no-kids dude, okay? Can't you just do that? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I already have tattoos all over me so I fucked myself, all right? I'm definitely not going nice to be... A, tattoos? I love them. But I'm definitely not going to be like a makeup-wearing trophy wife that hangs out in Walnut Creek.
5: You would not have worked worried. well in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Except
8: I make great cookies. Uh, but, Ameri- I mean, there's this... There's a dying middle class but it's this sort of like... It's the baby boomers' kids that are all like, "I deserve this. I should have this money."
5: Oh, don't get me started on entitlement. Oh, oh. my goodness.
8: Then Trump might be the most entitled. And <sighs> but that's not what Americans are. We're entitled little babies, and we want everything, and we want it cheap. And we, and when I I don't have a smartphone, but when I see a person who's at uh, financially challenged. And I know they are. And they pull out their smartphone and I'm like, but you have the budget for that? You have the budget for that? Or when I see people smoking and I know that they're financially challenged and I'm like, you have the budget for that?
5: They'll make they'll make a budget. They it, will, that's, how, that's where they take their loans out for.
8: Especially when it's in front of your kids. I'm like, you're gonna, t- like, I'm allowed to smoke because I don't have kids. I'm allowed to spend money, as much money as I want on alcohol because I don't have kids. My cat costs me like 20 bucks a month. Oh, damn. That's what I mean with his food and his litter. You know, maybe 30. But like, that's it. And people have kids and your economy changes once you have other responsibilities. I, as a responsible adult, have chosen not to have those responsibilities.
5: Good choice, it seems.
8: Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, how do, you, how do you take a baby to a bar? Are you allowed to do that?
5: Backpack. Backpack. Stick them in a the backpack, little snorkel, you're good.
8: <gasps> snorkel, teach them how to swim. <laughs> they know how to swim. Uh, you know who doesn't, who seems to know how to swim really well, but we wish he would sink, is Donald Trump. Uh, we have found a little uh, Trumpy. This is Donald Trump is an asshole, part one of many.
5: Many. Many, 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 because he is giving comedians all across the globe more than enough fodder to just rip him a new one.
8: I won't even, like make a joke about him because i think it's too cheap well
5: i can appreciate it
3: first of all rand paul shouldn't even be on the stage he's number 11 he's got one percent in the polls and how he got up here there's far too many people anyway as far as temperament and we all know that as far as temperament i think
7: i have a great